Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here with uh, the Reality Rewind here on RHA. That's not the name of the show. That's not the name of the show. Let's take that, let's take that again. Is that not the name of the show? The RHAP Rewind. I think that, I think that, uh, is actually a, that Johnny Fairplay has a, a show called, uh, re, they started a reality rewind, uh, which then now has incepted me. I'm like, didn't they, don't we already have a show that's the same name? Uh, and I got incepted. Okay. All Welcome, right. $75 patrons. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I had to be quiet because I was going to say something in mm-hmm. front of the patrons and I didn't want them to judge me. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob, take three. Take three. Johnny Fairplay here with uh, the Reality TV Rewatch. Yes. I don't think he's on it. I don't think he's on it. Okay. So it is Chappelle and I. We do cause so much controversy every yeah. time we're together. Got it. Chaos. I love it. Take my jacket off, maybe. Whoa, whoa, yes. Okay. You need Stevie's like that little cutout that he mm-hmm. had on. That'd be perfect. All right. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here for the RHAP Rewind uh, this week. Today, we are talking about Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, Season 1, Episode 4. Very excited uh, to get into uh, some new ground uh, for me. And back with me on the RHAP Rewind, it is the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm here. Yes. I'm here. I'm fine. I'm not great. But I'm fine. I think I'm going to be better once we get to talking about this show, though. Yes. Uh, well, this is a wild show. Uh, the wild show was not super on my radar. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about an episode from season one of this show. And the woman who has uh, brought this show to us is here. Uh, please welcome the great uh, Sasha Joseph. Sasha, how are you? So excited to be here. I actually can't believe this is happening because... I think I talked about this in my class of 2020 interview, and here we are almost a year later podcasting about it. Yes, Just, I know. You have been uh, talking about it for a, a <laughs> while. Uh, whenever I say, oh, is Sasha, what else are you watching? And, and, and you mentioned uh, Love and Hip Hop, which we're going to talk about uh, here today. I also uh, want to uh, highlight another podcast uh, you did uh, this week with Kevin McLean. Uh, highlighting uh, some of uh, the issues around uh, Asian American representation on uh, reality shows, uh, which people should definitely check out on uh, robinswebsite.com. Can you give us uh, a little bit uh, more info on uh, what you guys talked about on the podcast? 
Yeah, Kevin and I basically realized neither of us obviously were on a reality TV show, but understand that there's this n- space or vacuum talking about Asian representation in reality TV where we usually do get represented, but they're very basic, very stereotypical. Um, and even if we do get represented. So we just decided to have a conversation about it and talk about stereotypes, talk about our favorite shows and our favorite characters. So for sure, check it out. All right. Well, this week we're talking about the uh, love and hip hop Atlanta here. Uh, Last week we talked about uh, Pimp My Ride. Chappelle, I I really enjoyed our uh, Pimp My Ride conversation. Yeah, it was a a nice trip down memory lane for your boy. I was so happy to discuss this show that I just felt like it was just a part of me. Like, I I don't even remember. It's almost like I don't remember watching it. I just was kind of born with my my ride knowledge because it's Mm -hmm. always been around. It was always on TV. It was always something to talk about. It's just in the atmosphere. And so I feel like this might be the same way Sasha feels about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Is that true, Sasha? You were born with it? Yeah, 100%. This is it for me. Like, I feel like no, I didn't even know other people in the world watch this show. And then I went on a date with this man who I now married and he was like, I watch the show Love and Hip Hop. Have you ever heard of it? So to me, it's just this show has just, you know, been this like moment. Like it's the moment for me. Mm-hmm. So can we get into the origin stories about <laughs> Love and Hip Hop a little bit? Uh, so yes. there's a Love and Hip Hop New York and then yes, that's uh, the original. That, that's the original. So, do you, could you give us the history lesson real quick on love and hip hop, or at least give me the history lesson? Yeah. So, love and hip hop in general. There's now four franchises: so New York, Atlanta, uh, Hollywood, and Miami. So, it started, I think, in 2011. I want to say yes, and it's almost like a docu soap, is what they like to call it, where it's a little bit of soap opera, but a little bit of documentary a lot of production involved that, you know, revolves around, yeah, the everyday lives of actually women and men um, in hip hop. And the first seasons actually focus mostly on the women and their mm-hmm. professional struggles of trying to become rappers or, you know, just trying to make it in the music industry. And then, uh, and most of them also happen to be like famous girlfriends or baby mamas or, you know, wives or whatever. That's the love part of love and hip hop. Makes sense. How much of this show is real? Uh, I mean, like, uh, right before we were coming on, uh, Chappelle was uh, talking about The Hills a little bit. And <laughs> I think there's some question about, like, uh, you know, how much of that is, like, uh, professional wrestling. Like, uh, this show, there's a lot going on here. Um, is this stuff really happening? I So... From what, as someone that's watched it for so long, I think they were the first almost like seasons are a little bit more off the cuff. Like it's definitely more real. I think than like they're hamming it up now where I feel like it's very much produced or a little bit of, yeah, well, we're nine seasons in, you know, Um, and (laughs) for Atlanta at least. And yeah, so I think that. So we'll get into it, I'm sure. But this fight was not produced, but it's very much like they get a lot of alcohol in them. And then they're like, I actually know where Stevie J is recording. Do you want to go? So it's it's that kind of production interference, if that makes sense, where it's a little bit like I'm I'm egg you on. And then thankfully, we have such a great cast that that's all they need is a little push 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rob, yeah, we're going to see this as a pattern in our reality TV uh, like trip down memory lane. Is that we always get these reality shows that the first season or second season, it's very pure. They're here to show us the lives of, you know, you know, eight strangers living in an apartment, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we're going to see what yeah. happens when real people start getting, yeah, all that good stuff. It's always the first season. Big Brother, Big Brother one, Survivor one. Like, it's always so Let's pure. see what happens when we do right. this. Yeah. Yeah. And then nine seasons in, you know, it's a hot mess, you know, mm-hmm. and for Survivor, maybe not even nine seasons in very quickly. <laughs> um, but, Thanks. you know, that's that's the that's what it was. Even in Pimp My Ride by season five, we had, you know, uh, all the characters, all the, the gimmicks. And, you know, it, it, it lost the essence of what the show was, because once you find out something works, you just like beat it into the ground. <laughs> that's right. That's right. OK. Um, so love and hip hop, uh, New York was, uh, the hit. And then was there anybody that came over from the original franchise to start Atlanta? No. So that's, what's really cool is like, they all are standalone. Um, in eventually there's crossover, like K Michelle, who we saw in the first half, she actually leaves Atlanta to go to New York and then Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend Safari, um, also hops around in a few, uh, different like I think he starts in Hollywood and Crossover. then ends up yeah and then I think ends up actually in e- he's like a great character people like to kind of make fun of him so he ends up in actually all four cities doing <laughs> doing you know stirring the pot basically Chappelle uh, what's your familiarity with love and hip hop so I t- so this isn't my necessarily my type of reality show so I like drama. But I also like to see the people in the drama, like trying to come together and create like a cause, you know? So like if it's, you know, Survivor, they're trying to vote each other out to see who wins. If it's like Pit My Ride, you know, they, there's always an action, you yeah. know, that they're trying to get to. So I like drama as much as the next person. I watch the real world, but you know, the goal is to see if these people can cohabitate and then it ends. Shows that don't end really frustrate me because yeah. <laughs> like, because I'm always waiting on like, okay, so when do we get to the big finish? And shows like Love and Hip Hop or the basketball wives and things of that nature, they just kind of follow these people around as they're just being people. Um, and then they push them to being like caricatures of people. So it's not my favorite style of reality show. However, I did watch Love and Hip Hop season one and two uh, for <laughs> Atlanta. I did not watch New York at all. So I have no insight into that season or that series at all. But Love and Hip Hop Atlanta season one and two, I was there like everybody else. I was live tweeting it. I have opinions. I have quotes. I have parody YouTube videos I used to watch. Oh, I, <laughs> all the things. These are these these are my people. I love to watch this. I'm so happy Sasha brought it up. So Sasha, the women that are on the show were are they all real life friends or are they just sort of like brought like is it like a real housewives but they just sort of like brought together for the show. Yeah, I so it's really interesting. I was doing a little bit of research. So the producer is actually sorry, the executive producer Mona Scott is Missy Elliott's manager. Okay. So she already has a lot of pull in the industry. So they were going to have actually different people for Atlanta. It wasn't going to be this cast. It was going to be people that knew each other a little bit better. But these people, they actually don't know each other or at least not well. But they're connected by Stevie. They're connected by Rashida. Uh, I think those are kind of the big two. Fun fact, Jocelyn actually used to dance for Scrappy. 
So, and we find that out in the reunion for Mm -hmm. this season one. So they're all like connected because they're all part of the Atlanta entertainment scene, but uh, not as much as we'd like them to be at least. Okay. If people want to watch this episode, uh, they can watch this either on Hulu or Paramount Plus. Uh, It is uh, season one. Episode four, we just watched it live here on the RJP uh, Discord here on uh, Thursday afternoon. And uh, boy, this was a ride. Yes, <laughs> this is this is ratchet television and I love it. OK, mm-hmm. I, I love it when there's a like when there has an end date. That's what I like. I yeah. like to see these people all have their fallouts and they come together. They they just they, you know, we disagree and then we move on with our lives. But nine seasons of this is just a lot. However, this episode. Oh yeah, so good, so good. This first, this first season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I mean, episode after episode is just so, so, so good. Um, the people in Atlanta, Atlanta's like this huge city, but for the black people there, they work in entertainment. It's kind of like a, like almost like a network. So, like Sasha was saying, they all kind of move in similar circles, even though they might not be good friends. Mona Scott, uh, who produced the show, was Missy Elliott's producer. For a television show that she did, also that I considered talking about on the Reality TV Rewind, Missy Elliott's role to stardom. Uh, and so she gets those connections and they're all connected and we see them come together in the most uh, ridiculous fights. And that will happen on this episode for sure. So, Sasha, is uh, this a particularly iconic uh, episode? Like, do uh, is this a famous episode of the show or is this just a personal favorite of yours? You know, that's what, so I asked my friends that watch the show, right? Like, hey, I have one episode to pitch. What are we pitching? Uh, And this came up because, yeah, of this fight, because again, usually it's the women fighting and they're a little catty, they're annoying, you know, whatever. But to me, I really like this because it was Scrappy and Stevie J, the, you know, the two male leads basically of the Mm -hmm. show fighting. So, and it was an episode that actually featured most of at least my personal faves, right? Like it had everyone and everyone had kind of an iconic line. So it is not the most watched episode of fun fact. Mimi's sex tape gets released season three. That is the most watched episode. Gets released by whom? That's Um, actually... Me, yes. mm-hmm. me, me. Spoiler uh, alert. She dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her and her Stevie J lookalike boyfriend actually dropped the sex. Oh, tape. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and the cost of shower rides uh yes. rose to a high the highest amounts of all time. You know, stock for shower rides was like at an all time high. Because yes. of the global supply chain issues? Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, so this one was really popular so i was really choosing between this episode and actually there's i can't remember the but towards the late latter part of the series where they go through where stevie mimi and jocelyn go to therapy together yes together where stevie and mimi are trying to work on their own relationship but actually um jocelyn comes to therapy and it's a three-way therapy session and jocelyn beats the living life out of stevie in yeah. therapy? Uh, yes. In yeah. front of Stevie wears a shirt that says God or I am God on it. Mm-hmm. And that really does not work for Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have some other iconic episodes in mind too. Season two, episode one is where we get the iconic line Hey, maid, I see you wearing oh. your maid outfit like you always do. It is Molly my favorite the maid. Line. Yes. It is my favorite line of television. Jocelyn walks into uh, Mimi's home. 
where Stevie is standing there talking to her and she introduces herself by saying, hey, maid, to, Josh, to Mimi, who lives there. And Stevie does nothing to defend his uh, baby mother and the fight ensues from there. And so that is one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. and it's iconic and Jocelyn is iconic because of it. Yeah. His girlfriend walks into the house with the mother of his children and, they and, are and not tells, dating. tells they're not either oh, professional. Oh, yeah. professional. <laughs> professional, you guys. Yeah. No, okay. it's, it's absolutely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unprofessional. It's quite unprofessional. Yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't call your producer daddy? No? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, d- I personally don't. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we talk about what happens in the episode, that maybe we could do like a little bit of like a primer on yes. sort of like the stars of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta uh, season one. D- does the cast also circulate uh, quite a bit, or do these uh, these people basically stay with the show over the the run of the series? Yes. For season one, this is our cast. Actually, for most of season two, this is our cast. Um, And even now, we're in season nine, and a lot of these people are still around. So they're here to stay, for sure. So we can go go through this cast. Yeah. Okay. Let's look about the stars. We don't need to uh, get into everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, look, hold on. Everybody in this in this show yeah. is a star. <laughs> they're all obviously, right, they're all stars. But who are like well, the, the power players? When the camera turns on, they turn it on. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to give them their credit. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. We can yeah. start with, I think, probably the most talked about Jocelyn Hernandez, baby, the Puerto Rican princess. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she introduces herself when the when on on episode one of the series and says, "I'm a rapper, actor, model, and the Puerto Rican princess." And to that point, no one had ever seen her do any of the things that she was talking about. Jocelyn was a recent um, um, former employee of a strip club, and she was very prominent in that scene. And so now she was trying to break into the music industry um, and you know, kind of find her own way outside of the club. That becomes her running storyline: is that she does not yeah. want to go back to the strip club. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wish we had Rob had that to like pull. I don't want to go back to a strip club, Stevie. I don't want to go back. I'm not going back, Stevie. I'm not. She I don't want to go back. Just want to go back. Now we saw her dancing in this episode. Does she also sing? Yes, she's trying to be the next Latin pop star. Okay, that is her sh- like shtick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that has not happened yet. It has not mm-hmm. happened yet in nine seasons. Yes. Not, oh in, nine, in nine years, uh, but yes. <laughs> uh, never say never. No. Yeah. <laughs> she has her own show on Zeus Network now called Jocelyn's Cabaret, where she teaches um, younger women how to become Bosses. dancers. Yes. Yes. Bosses. Okay. Period. Yeah. <laughs> period. Um, yeah. Chappelle, uh, that for the rewind, also, did you know that uh, Jocelyn uh, filmed a failed television pilot for Showtime centered around a group of strippers working at the Diamond Cabaret in Miami? Uh, is this the show that ends up getting picked up? The one yeah. I was talking about? Because it sounds like what we yeah, that up, sounds what like it. from her. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I look. I don't know how long ago it was, but if you want to rewind a couple years, uh, like a year or two ago, I could, we could do it. Let's do it. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. care. <laughs> Can I come back for that one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So I did. I didn't realize that uh, Jocelyn was the uh, star of the show. She can't. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. My personal favorite is for sure Scrappy. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I love Scrappy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Bef- before we move on to Scrappy, yes. though, I do have to point out, you know, we talked about Jocelyn not, you know, she has not yet fulfilled the role of Puerto Rican princess in the music industry that she would like to. But kind of because she was kind of undercut by the Cardi B, a, a star of Love and Hip Hop, uh, New York. New York. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. Yes. Car- Cardi B started off on Love and Hip Hop New York before she rose to fame as the Cardi B that we know her today. Yes. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. They would not want to work. They didn't want to work with her on Love and Hip Hop New York. Like that is her story that all those like DJs are like, we don't think you're going to be it. Sorry. You're going to be one of these, you know, women that just are on the show or famous on Instagram. Yeah. Ha! In the your footage face. now. And she showed them. Yep. Yeah. Got a bag and fixed her teeth. She did the things. Yeah. Got, still got a check from Mona Scott. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, um all right so tell me about uh scrappy yes the prince of the south (laughs) i love like first of all there's all the bias here okay i want to make that clear but anyway scrappy's also a rapper um so scrappy storyline also this is they talk about this in episode one but he actually is a rapper um up and coming i don't know Chappelle, how you'd like classify no. him? No, I think at this point in Scrappy's career, he had already made it. So Sc- yeah. Scrappy was kind of co- trying to maintain yes. the little, the like the lightning in the bottle he had found in like the 2000s, because this is 2012. Mm-hmm. So he'd actually mm-hmm. come off his, his start falling a little bit. And so this might have been Scrappy's like grab for trying to get his music out some more and get more publicity to, to you know, to keep doing his thing. But Lil Scrappy was uh, very popular when I was uh, yeah. in high school. I remember the song Money in the Bank. Shorty, what you drank. You and know. Mm-hmm. if you buck, he's the... If you buck, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... There's, right, there's a lot back. of references to that. We'll get to that eventually. But yeah, Lil Scrappy, <laughs> Lil Scrappy is a rapper. And I think by mm-hmm. this time, he was a little bit more seasoned, but he was still trying to stay relevant, you know, when it comes to, like, producing new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lil Scrappy, yeah. And his actually love, ex-love interest was going to be on the show Diamond, who... Um, so that this is kind of his premise is that he was with his baby mother Erica and then she you know he ended up kind of leaving her or yeah it just didn't end up working out and he ended up falling in love with Diamond uh who uh, is part of again uh, another group called Crime Mob and then anyway Diamond ends up doing to Scrappy what Scrappy did to Erica she dumped him and started dating Soldier Boy Soldier Boy uh, from Cribs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Tell, what, tell him. <laughs> yes. So that is kind of scrappy. And Erica's a lot like whole thing is that they're trying to either, you know, start over and kind of get back to a place they were. They have a child together. So and scrappy has an amazing, perfect mom called Mama D who. So every love and hip hop has kind of these stock figures, right? There's a really together, beautiful couple. There's a mom. There's a famous rapper that's, or, you know, that's trying to get back. And then there is a, a baby mom and someone trying to like, and someone being dirty and cheating. That's kind of like the love mm-hmm. and hip hop formula, if that makes sense. Yeah. Tale as uh, old as time. Yes. Yes. Remy Ma is like, and Papoose are the ones in New York now. So pretty Aww. big gets. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that and Scrappy's mom used to be a pimp, like actually. So she's very like hardcore, very like, here's how things need to be. And Scrappy's dad, fun fact, is a priest or a preacher. So that is, yes, this is why we love Scrappy. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
I got a cameo from Scrappy, y'all. It was the funniest thing I've seen. Sasha, please. What, no, actually, what did he say? So it was wishing my husband a happy birthday because, again, we both love Scrappy. Uh, and he couldn't say my husband's name, Karthik. So he was like, I'm going to call you Kart. Happy G-Day, man. So And he just kept repeating that over and over again. So we love mm-hmm. Scrappy, obviously. Yeah. Anyway. That is next. And then do we want, yeah, Stevie G and Mimi, I think are the. Let me just ask a question about Scrappy. Chappelle, is he the protagonist of the series? I don't think so. So this, Sasha was saying that, you know, there's a formula that each of the love and hip hops has, but this series, Atlanta, is kind of missing the protagonist. All these people are villains in their own Mm -hmm. right. Um, mm-hmm. And even the ones that don't start off as villains, they end up like that. So you have some people who will appear in this episode, like uh, Benzino, we'll see him later on, who seems like a normal human being. We quickly find like he is not. Oh, um, no. Same, yeah, same thing with Mimi in the first episode. You think Mimi is pretty much on the level. And then you see, oh, no, Mimi is uh, a little off too. So I don't know if there's a protagonist, but Grappy's a likable guy. And next to some of the other men, he looks like a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm like looking through the cast list, and they they really tried to make Rashida, who we see for a little bit, her and her husband, kind of the the that you know protagonist. But Kirk is a mm, he's the he, worst. Ooh. He's worse than all of them. He is the worst. Yes, he's the worst. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Why? <laughs> he the worst. <laughs> he ooh. was this he in this episode? Again. Yeah, he was for like a quick. They had the dinner together where, okay. um, yeah, they oh, did the romantic oh, he came dinner. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the she manager. Was, she was yes. gonna make him uh dinner and then dessert Special and dessert. dessert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kirk yes. has a whole baby on her. Uh, with yeah, has a whole another child. You said he, he, he has a he has a whole other baby on her. Yeah. Yeah. Like while they're yeah. while they're together, he has an outside child. Yes. Yeah, and that's frowned upon. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, ask Nicole how she would feel if you decided to have Please. an outside child. You know what Nicole would do? What Rashida's mom did? Run over your bike with her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that Probably. is what Rashida's mom did. Took his motorbike and ran over it with her car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, oh, and Kirk was also cheating yeah. with a woman named Bambi. Oh. Who is now Scrappy's wife and has two children with Scrappy. So Kirk <laughs> cheated on his wife with a woman named Bambi who's now married to Scrap. No, no. Kirk was cheating on his wife with anybody who would cheat with him. Yes. And then he ended up having a relationship with Bambi. And then Bambi ended up having a relationship with Scrappy. That's what happened. Okay. Yes. So it just, it seems like in this, like a little fishbowl, which is love and hip hop Atlanta, it does feel like, uh, I, I don't want to like, uh, imply that there's a actual, uh, incest going on, but it seems like it's very like, uh, incestuous in terms of like the people who are on the reality show. There's a lot of like, uh, intermingling between the other people who are on the reality show. Which is odd because that they seem to have no previous relationships, and, and now they're just suddenly on the reality show. And then there's a lot of like uh, relationships now. Yeah, our our friend Benzino, no neck Benzino, is a hundred percent that person that is always in the mix. Uh, and then he actually gets substituted eventually for Young Jock, um, oh. who yeah, who shows up I think season two or three. Young Jock but- is the person's name. Yes. Oh, is that are you, like the, are you not familiar with Young Jock? No, is that like oh. uh, J O C K or J A C Q E U S? 
Oh, jo- no, 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 he's also he's on Love and Hip Hop New York. That, that <laughs> the one that spells it that way. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, young young Jock J O C is a rapper as well. He's, he's the, famous. Uh, famous. Meet me at the club. It's going down. Sure. Meet me at the bar. It's going down. You know. Don't have me in here rapping. It's not for me. Anyway, mm-hmm. you meet me. Yeah, yeah, it's guaranteed to go down. <laughs> <laughs> that that's Stevie and Scrappy. Actually, They're, that's their motto. Yeah, as you can yeah. tell. Okay, going down. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about Stevie then, because okay. Well, if uh, Little Scrappy is uh, not the protagonist of the series, Stevie J clearly is. He is the antagonist of the series, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a one thing you can root for Stevie J about at any point in this entire series, to my knowledge. Whereas there are moments where you think Scrappy's kind of likable. There are moments where Benzino seems like he knows what he's talking about. There are moments when Jocelyn seems like, oh, well, you know, she's pretty young. And this is all you're rooting for her to win. Right. I just think it's impossible to root for Stevie J at any point in this series. Sasha, could you correct me if I'm wrong? No, he he a ratchet mess. Like this man calls himself. (laughs) No, like he calls himself the good guy. Uh, no, absolutely the hell not. You know, like he literally every gift. If you put Stevie right, Chappelle was putting it in the Discord chat a lot. But that rat face that he does, and then he, oh, for everyone listening, Chappelle's doing it right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, Stevie <laughs> sucks. Like literally sucks, and he gives zero f's that like he does. Like he just thinks he's the good guy. He's like, I'm the, you know, godfather. People come around me like I'm it. And he was actually it in the 90s. He He's yeah. like a couple of Grammys. So he's he's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. DJ, he's the most successful person on the cast by far. Yes. Okay. All right. So, I mean, that uh, he is at least earned uh, like uh, this prominent place in the uh, like Atlanta hip hop community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was like with P. Diddy on their ending on Bad Boy Records and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, like Stevie mm-hmm. J is like a big deal. Okay. Yeah, he had a relationship with Faith Evans. Uh, He's he married to her. Yeah, mar- currently married to Faith Evans. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smalls' ex. He did some songs with Lil' Kim. Um, some songs with SWV featuring Taj from Survivor yes. Token Teens. He'll yes. come mm-hmm. up on the uh, countdown. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, so he, yeah, he made a name for himself in the 90s and I mean really na- made a name for himself. So I was, I was actually pretty surprised to see him popping up in 2012 on this television show. He's. I, I figured he'd be better than that, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for Stevie for being here and blessing yes. us. So then appearing on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and not getting such a great edit and having like all of his uh, business out there. Is this a boon to his career or is this something that holds him back now? Uh I don't think it hurts his career. So, like I said, in the 90s, he was a big deal. And I mean, a massive deal. Like, from the from like 95 to 2005, 2006, he was everywhere. So, he didn't really, in my opinion, he really didn't need to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, this is publicity for someone who really wasn't having a lot of publicity. He wasn't a household name. He very much is a household name. He's a like a, a GIF everywhere. He's got like a ton of fame that as a producer, he probably didn't have in the 90s. Like I said, he was super successful, but fame isn't something you normally give to producers unless they're like P. Diddy dancing in the videos. Yeah. Um, you know, the, he, it's kind of like a behind the scenes job. And so this g- gave him a chance to be thrust in front of the camera. Yeah, okay. he was behind the scene with Jodeci, like actually playing in the background. So he yeah. really was behind the scene. So yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, then what about some of the women? 
Okay. Well, we talked about the woman, the Puerto Rican princess. I mean, you Jocelyn. just you just perfect. I mean, perfect television. It yeah. We talked about Mama D also perfect oh. television. That is little Scrappy's mom. She's the the if he's the prince of the south, she is definitely the queen of yes. the castle. Has Mama D ever recorded? Yes, Un- she unfortunately. Has a, she has a song <laughs> called In That Order. <laughs> and I deserve. I deserve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie definitely like made the like made the clout into the coin for sure. Mm-hmm. Like in that order, she she spelled I think what was it? Oh, I can't remember, but she spelled something wrong, and then she says and in that order, but it was misspelled. Hmm. I think it was <laughs> the B word, and she put yeah, like she B I C T B I C T H in that order like but it like misspelled so b-i-t-c oh yeah b-i-c-t i did it right sasha you did yeah, sorry. <laughs> i was sasha like wait to say the b word <laughs> no i absolutely not no oh. <laughs> she said she's uh, a big teacher yes and, um, and in that order <laughs> that's how you get around like making podcasts explicit you just misspell oh, okay. it mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> then if people are searching then they can't find it exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what, what about Mimi, who uh, we're going to talk about in this episode? Um, right. Let me let me start with Mimi, Please. Sasha, if you will. Mimi starts off this series as I, I think she was originally supposed to be the protagonist. I really do because she has the antagonist as her number one. Like you know, she's t- she's in tandem with Stevie J. So you would think she was the protagonist. Um, however, Mimi doesn't take having an antagonist as the star of the show very well. And she starts off in a very like, hey, Stevie J and I have a child together. We're trying to work things out. Uh, Stevie J on the first episode goes to her and says, hey, I'm getting you a house for you and my daughter because I want y'all to be out here in the countryside while I live in inner city Atlanta and do all the fun things I want to do with my life. Yeah. And she sees right through it. But Stevie J... Little Scrappy and Kurt, the thing these men all have in common is that they have these women in like some type of mystical hold that these women are watching these men cheat on them over and over and over again. And it's very obvious and everyone's telling them that, but they just can't leave because they're so much in love. And that's the story of Mimi. She, Stevie has the most boisterous, loud side piece in Jocelyn, who is calling herself the queen, who is trying to call the shots, who is never out of the frame. When you see Stevie, Jocelyn's not far behind. And Mimi has to pretend in her mind that Jocelyn is not sleeping with her husband. And it's very much not the case. She very much is. And Mimi is just trying to navigate those feelings with a uh, man like Stevie J. Yeah. yeah. This is a wild concept uh, to me, Sasha, because um, it's one thing to be having an affair um, it's quite another, I feel like, though, to be having this affair on reality television, documenting yeah. it. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's, it's brazen. Yeah, he no zero f's like <laughs> given, and yeah. again, and Mimi, this is where yeah, I agree, Chappelle. I think because Diamond was supposed to be like the the protagonist, but she ended up dropping out apparently weeks before filming. So there was supposed to be this like female, strong female uh, moment or woman like there. But Mimi is just not to me. She's unlikable because she puts up with this mess. Like Mm -hmm. she will be 
to us, to a confessional. She actually loves to talk big and bad. And she's like, you know, like cursing up a storm. She's like, F this guy. Who is who does he think he is? And then, bam, in real life, you see her and her friends, Arian, um, they go and she's like, leave this man just leave him and she won't leave him and she's like you know oh i'm only with him for my um for my daughter blah 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 but then she agrees to go into therapy with him and jocelyn so that's everything you need to know about how she actually feels about stevie Mm -hmm. very interesting (laughs) the complicated (laughs) relationships yeah uh, yeah, I think that Sasha hit the nail on the head. That's why Mimi's not likable because she'll mm-hmm. look at the confessional and be like, I can't believe Jocelyn came in my house and called me a maid. And she just, and Stevie just stood there and I'm not going to take this. And then you'll see her take it. Mm-hmm. And yep. then next thing you know, she's yelling at Stevie, like, How dare you let Jocelyn come in my house and call me a maid? No, you let Jocelyn come in your house and call you a maid. You didn't say anything. And now you're trying to act like you're all like upset. It's kind of, it feels forced a lot mm-hmm. of times with Mimi. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, if you were this mad, why aren't you always that mad? Because nothing has changed. He's still the same guy. But, you know, whatever. That's TV. And I think the <laughs> other principle that I think we need to just uh, set up here is Erica. Oh, baby mama. Yes. Baby mama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is um, Scrappy's baby mo- mom. Um, but also she is his, um, like, girlfriend in the m- currently. That's from romantic. what we know. Yeah. 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 And, you know, their whole issue is that relationship goals, I think. Not goals. And the police. (laughs) This man rubbing sunscreen on another woman's body. Like, no. Yeah. But, as friends, though. As friends. (laughs) My best friend. What's that song? Say he's just. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. So, Scrappy and Erica are really trying to make it work. But this is why I love Scrappy. He was like, I just want to be with someone that shows me love. Like his love yeah. language is touch and um, words of uh, like affirmation. Yeah. So you get more uh, than one. <laughs> you, Scrappy gets it all. Okay, wow. <laughs> please, please. Uh, <laughs> so Eric actually is like not like outwardly loving, and that's kind of a lot of the reasons why he feels that she's not trying. So they were living together at the start at episode one. By episode three, he was moving out because he was like, let's work on this relationship by me moving out. Yeah. And he actually was just trying to end things with her, but didn't know she how didn't take to the say yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And she that's why we see her talking about like, oh, this like we're going to get engaged, like we're getting married. There's a ring at the end of this. Oh. And for him, he's telling mom. <laughs> That, you know, he's telling mom, I'm ready to like have women running around naked in this kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, that that's, that's this relationship. Yeah. And that's why we have Mama D here. Mama D is supposed to protect Scrappy's interests because she saw how broken up he was when Diamond destroyed him by yes. uh, leaving him for Soldier Boy. And so she's just here to make sure that the kingdom stays intact. That's all. Mm-hmm. Does Mama D really look into what's going on uh, with Scrappy in his romantic life, or is she also involved in his business affairs? Everything. So Everything. he actually, yeah. So again, I think this happens in episode three. Yeah, he actually, yeah, asked her to hire movers for him to get his stuff from Erica's house. Though he does not do any of mm-hmm. this. Very much prince-like, apparently. Yeah. Okay, Prince of the South. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's talk about this episode that we watched. Season 1, episode 4. Now that we know all of the players uh, involved, we've read the whole playbill. We're, we're ready to go to talk about this episode. Almost, Rob. We, yes. we we talked about this person just a tad, but we we have to point out one of the the future stars of the reality TV rewind, Bucky Shay Johnson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bucky uh, makes her first appearance in Love and Hip Hop, and I believe she has a, few, a good little run. Sasha, I don't think she's on there anymore, but she I think is. She, she's on Love and oh, Hip Hop okay. Miami now. Yeah, so Bucky is one of the ones who gets her. She starts on the Flavor of Love season two and then goes on to uh, VH1's Charm School. And now here she is as Lil Scrappy's best friend um, with benefits. Um, and his entanglement. Goes, mm-hmm. Yes, his entanglement. And then she goes on to have her own good little run here on Love and Hip Hop in two different iterations. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> but, um, she uh, did not uh, have it work out with Flavor Flav. She did not win. Hmm. Uh, not to spoil season two for y'all, but he picked Delicious. Uh, I don't think Bucky was in the top. I think she might have made the like top six or something. So she she made a good run, but she did not, um, you know, get selected. Okay. Yeah, you like remember her, but not because she won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more memorable <laughs> here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, can we set up? Uh, so there's a lot in the that happened in the previous episode that uh, I was still like learning who all the players were at the start of this. But uh, Sasha, could you uh, set up uh, what happened with the pregnancy test in the previous oh. episode? Yes. So it's about to get messy. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's buckle up, people. All right. Episode Bucky one up. and two. <laughs> Not this. Episode one and two, we get, you know, we're like, no, Stevie and I are just close. We are not sleeping together. Uh, and Mimi actually gets called out at a party and he was like, no, that's Jocelyn's man. And Mimi says, no, that's my man. Like Jocelyn is his artist. OK, episode three, all of a sudden, Jocelyn's pregnant. And Stevie says, whose baby is it? Boom. Yes. 
<laughs> and, just, and I mean, you could see her soul kind of break in half as this man that she's been faithful to in business and in pleasure, like looking at her like, so who you been sleeping with? Sir, you, you, it's always been you. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? But Stevie J is not the type of person to just own up to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's yeah. saying that there, no, that wasn't me. Nope. He said, we haven't been sleeping together that long. That maybe a week ago. And she said, we've been sleeping together for six months. And he said, no, maybe a week ago. <laughs> it's a really funny interaction, actually. Yeah, but yeah. she, yeah, she, Jocelyn is a ride or die. And Stevie just like yeah. kills her. Like, it's just awful. Is it possible that he is not trying to uh, um, get himself entrapped here where uh that does he like uh trying to like uh he knows this is going to be on television and is like uh no 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 that was uh not not 6 months ago he he might have cared right mm-hmm. so there there are things that you know they film these confessionals after the episodes and stuff a lot of times so there are things that he knows are on camera that he kind of yeah. tries to like tiptoe around a bit doesn't want to incriminate himself yes. right but that that's just because this is the early stages mm-hmm. by the time we hit season 2 Kurt's doing things in the in the hot tub. Just <laughs> with Bobby Valentino. With, Bo- oh, with Bobby Valentino. <laughs> and and they're just doing things like because now they know it's all out there and we can own up to it. So I do think that part of this was like, you didn't actually see me do it. I didn't, you didn't see me. Like, oh yeah, we just started cheap, you know, sleeping together. Cause I, you know, so he could kind of cover his tracks a bit. I do think you're right, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's a uh, no fool. No. And (laughs) what's really funny is that it goes like 180 real quick because it goes from denying to carrying her pregnancy test in her in his pocket. And and why does he do that? Stevie J. That's why. Like we have no idea to this day why he carried it, but he did. And it's a very iconic, again, moment where Mimi and Jocelyn meet up actually last episode and they were, you know, Jocelyn's like, listen, I'm pregnant. Like, you know, I want you to know, like, we are, you know, being screwed by this guy. He's telling us both wrong things. Let's try to get on the same page. Mimi's not having it. Mimi said, call him because I want to hear it from him. Stevie's like, Jocelyn, you and I were supposed to talk about this. Why are you bringing Mimi in? Mimi gets up and leaves. Stevie does not chase. Stevie pulls out the pregnancy test for Mimi to look at. And then Mimi leaves and he just keeps talking to Jocelyn and just lets Mimi leave. And she's still she's still talking to him and still entertaining him. But why, Chappelle? I, that, this is my big question. I just don't, I just still don't understand why, why did he show his... Uh, I, I don't know how to describe Mimi to Stevie. It's, is it his wife? Is his... Baby mama. I mean, they're his girlfriend. Yeah. 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 His girlfriend. But baby mama works too. Um, It's because it's Stevie J. He's Mm -hmm. very showy. He's very much, he is the king of Atlanta from his perspective, right? And so he can do no wrong. There are things that only he can get away with. And to his to, to his credit, he's, it's kind of working. Like he does pull this pregnancy test out of his pocket. And then we see two seasons from now, they're going to be at group therapy together with his ex and his like side piece. Like, so. I mean, it doesn't work against him, but I think it might a little. It might have been for TV. This might have hmm. been one of those like, okay, this would be a good uh, TV moment. Why don't you just go where the pregnant yes. Because she's going to find out anyway. I wouldn't be shocked that the producers kind of pushed him into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. want to know a TV moment? He actually proposes to the both of them in a later um, season at the same time. Yes. 
Yeah. And is it like whoever takes it first or is it a uh, like a polyamorous relationship? So Mimi shows up first and thinks it's for her. And then Jocelyn walks up after. Mm-hmm. And poor Jocelyn, she shows up like like what you would think a side piece would show up with as they're yes. getting like proposed to. So she shows up like, oh my God, it's finally happening. I've been doing it this the three seasons. I love this man. I want to be, I want to be with him the rest of my life. Why is Mimi here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so bad. He has two rings, I believe, on the piano. So that is true. Yeah. Okay. It's very much like a Tyra Banks moment of like, I have two rings in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whoever gets it first. Yeah, well, only one of you are still going to be the running. I think he was, lo- I honestly think he was hoping that both of them would just say, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. He wants to be in a polyamorous relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's right. important to note that Stevie J was what, 40 when this was when this was on television when, and Jocelyn might have been 25. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a big age difference and probably a power dynamic amongst these women as well when it comes to people like Stevie J. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a little bit of a what, May September relationship, if you will. <laughs> yeah, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed is interesting is uh, the backgrounds on this show are uh, pretty wild. And I, I've noticed that, that like the gr- it's like a moving background uh, behind them. Like, yeah, a lot of jump cuts yeah. in the confessionals. <laughs> I think there's a lot of cursing and a lot of things they probably can't use. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, yeah. like. Yeah, because Benzino unfortunately get, gets kicked off the show in season three because of death threats. So I'm really... Uh, that he was receiving? He was sending no. to yeah. Stevie J and... <laughs> <laughs> to Stevie J and Jocelyn. Rob, are so you familiar I'm just, with Benzino? Uh, yeah, no, monogamous. I am not. I am not. <laughs> yeah, the one, yeah, monogamous. Say it after me, Rob. Monogamy. Yeah, Benzino is most like most known for his beef that he had with Eminem. Yes. Uh, currently, his daughter Koyla Ray has songs on the radio. You would call her Big Per, um, some would say. Uh, so, Big Benzino is a, a musical artist in his own right as well. Okay, and he founded Hip Hop Weekly, which is a really like not anymore, but at that point, I think was a pretty influential magazine. That's correct. Okay, good for Benzino. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Uh, we saw Mama D uh, play uh, pay a visit to uh, Scrappy's house in this episode. <laughs> it's it's because Scrappy can't do anything without Mama D popping up, right? And her thing is that she just has to make sure that like you've moved out of Erica now. Let me and I got your furniture in here. Like, what else do you need? Like, she's very much like, hey. I have to make sure the prince is taken care of so he can continue to build our kingdom because she's the queen. She is uh, the Cersei Lannister or yeah, of this, of this entire series, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, that's what she does. And, and she, and honestly, she doesn't love Erica. Let's, let's no. we're gonna find that out very quickly is that she thinks they're like, okay, do you not showing Scrappy enough affection? That's good enough for me to say that you don't need to be around. Because mm-hmm. there are some women who, there are women that are falling all over themselves to be with little Scrappy, and I will find those women, but you will not be that woman because you just don't do it for me. Like, mm-hmm. they have a couple arguments throughout the series where, like, Erica's trying to tell her, like, I love him. I want to marry him. And Mama D's like, mm, no. You know, like, sorry, yeah. can't allow that. So this was just another moment of Mama D showing up to just be like, you know, Scrappy, you could do better or at least different. How's Shay? Where's Bucky? Have you talked to her? You know, so that's why she is in the picture in this moment. Yep. Um, 
mom and uh, daughter-in-law comp- uh, relationships are complicated enough. I could only imagine uh, mother-baby-mama relationships. <clears throat> yes. Strange. And she has a lot of expectations for yeah. the person that is with her child. The Prince of the South. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it seems like that she's ready to uh, fix up little Scrappy uh, with uh, a new person. Yeah, our good old oh, Bucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's wild because it's like you have such high standards for these women. And I guess one of the criteria is has you, have you dated Flavor Flav on a reality show before? Yeah. Like if the answer is yes, then you might have just gotten through to the next round and who wants to be the next Scrappy? Uh, but yeah, Mama D is very much protective of her son and her brand. Well, his brand. And yeah, she knows that Erica also kind of boring. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be horrible to bring in somebody else who, you know, is knows how to work a reality TV camera, you know? So I think that might be a little bit part of what she's doing as well. Yeah, Sasha, this seemed very contrived of that. All of a sudden, Scrappy has uh, Shay, who happens to be his best friend of five or six years. And that uh, it's this friendship is ready to go to the next level. Yeah, so at first you actually, I agree with you, but then it's actually still a weird back and forth that's oh. going on all these years later. Like, and again, it could be just for her storyline in Miami. Um, but yeah, he like goes to Miami and does a little love and hip hop Miami crossover where she is like, Hey, you're in Miami. Are you here to see me? Are we going to be together? I don't know, nine years later. So I, ugh, I just, can't help but really like Shay. Um, and I think she really gets screwed over by guys on Love and Hip Hop. Oh. But that's yeah. disappointing then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 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 I guess this moment was not only Mama D telling Scrappy, you know, like, hey, you could do better, but this was also Scrappy recapping what happened between him and Stevie J, or what's going to happen yes. between him and Stevie J due to the interaction Stevie J had with his baby mama Erica. Um, Sasha, I don't remember how they got into that argument. Yeah. Uh, Eric and Stevie J, do you recall how it started? Yeah. So he, so, okay, here's what happened. They're at K Michelle, another cast member, another great cast members, um, listening party. She's again, trying to break into the industry. You know, she's been unfortunately labeled as difficult, which we know, unfortunately for black women is a death sentence. So she, um, you know, is really trying to get back together. It's their, it's her listening party. CVJ is inebriated, mm-hmm. shows up to uh, Mimi and says, hey, ma, give me a kiss, ma. So it's obviously very funny. So Erica starts repeating it like as a joke to, to Mimi to say, do you know, did, did this guy really just say this to you? Like, what's going on? And Mimi's like, actually, that's my like, you know, boyfriend. Like, we're together, like, blah, blah, blah. CVJ overhears this. And he's, again, very drunk. So he goes up to Erica and says, who are you, B-word? Like, who do you think that you can say this to me? And calls their B-word multiple times, mm-hmm. calls them all S-words. Anyway, just very awful, awful things. Um, and Erica obviously takes that back to her man, a little scrappy. And little scrappy's iconic line, I'll put them paws on him. He said, <laughs> because... He's like, how do I can disrespect her? Like, I will be cheating on her with Shay, but no one else can, you know, disrespect my Mm -hmm. baby mom. So as Scrappy says, I'm going to be politically hood correct when I speak to him. And hopefully he doesn't touch me. Hopefully he doesn't say anything. But how dare he call you the B word, especially when he doesn't know you. And 
you have no connection, you know, but I'm going to stand up yeah. for you. I so mean, that's that conflict. You really shouldn't be throwing around the B word unless you know the person. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a different yeah. story. That's a different story. Yeah. And Atlanta's too small for this group of people, right? So yeah. it's going to get back, especially because this Stevie J and Lil Scrappy are both huge names in Atlanta. Um, so, like, this is these interactions between their baby mothers and girlfriends and stuff like that, it's not going to go unnoticed. It's also being filmed. So, this is going to get back to them eventually. Uh, but, like Mama D says, there's no disrespect out here in these streets. She's not going for it, and neither is her son. And so, he's got to handle it. Mm-hmm. Check him. Yeah. Check. Shavelle, Check. Do you think yeah. that it could be good for the you know RHAP uh, brand if uh, like m- my wife was like feuding with like other like bigger podcasters like uh, like like other like uh, like notable podcasters if like uh, she was like uh, beefing with uh, you know people that have like huge podcasts? So you agree, Nicole should get in a boxing match with Mira. Mm-hmm. No, um, I'm I, glad we agree on it. Yeah. I'll book it. I'll send her an email. Don't worry. Yeah. No, I, I think it, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. It couldn't hurt. It could not hurt. Is there a Mrs. Rogan? You know, have uh, Nicole pull up hmm. on her, throw a drink in her face. Yeah, I don't know about a Mrs. Rogan. Yeah, yeah, um, she probably Mrs. Rogan probably can fight. Like they're into like MMA. Fight. I don't know. Yeah, but is Nicole not into MMA? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Mari like, and I, Matt could give them some, give Nicole some tips. Don't worry, we mm, we got yeah. her covered. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Just to go back to uh, little Scrappy and Mama D. Uh, there's a moment when they're talking about Shay. And uh, Mama D wants to know, hey, uh, have you hit that yet? And I really admired this from Little Scrappy. Like, uh, you know, I actually, I'm not uh, the, you know, let's that you, you I think you, you went too far, Mom. I'm a gentleman. Yeah, is what he says. <laughs> I, I, I just could never disrespect a woman like that to talk about, you know, to kiss and tell or cheat on my yeah. ba- baby mama girlfriend on camera. I just I'm, I'm just not cut like that. Yeah. I'm built different. Although he did just get done telling Mama <laughs> D that, uh, hey, look, this is uh, my own place. I just got my own place. I could have uh, naked chicks uh, around here uh, all I want. And Mama D was very supportive. She's like, oh, okay. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the very much like, you do you. You're so amazing. You're just the perfect person I ever seen. Like that. That's her vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Also. I forgot to say this part, Erica, because she's been given all this, you know, constructive feedback that she is not, you know, as affectionate as she should be, sets up a whole thing for him last episode where she's like dressed up really nice. Like she has lingerie on, you know, it's a whole little mood setting to get, you know, to show him like, hey, I really care for you. You know, like very um, Destiny's Child cater to you moment. Um, And yeah, so is it Beyonce? Not this. It's both. Yeah. You know, anyway, yeah, both very catered to you moment. And you know, she's like, I'm doing all of this, like da 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 for you. And then he's and she's like, We are working on each other, correct? You are not working on other people, us, correct? And Scrappy actually says yes. So this is the way he really being trifling. Yeah. Well, is he working or is it only uh pleasure? Oh is yes. he working or is he being worked? Mm-hmm. You decide. Yeah. So. Were you silenced? <laughs> okay. Um, we then get to see a lot of the uh, Jocelyn and Stevie uh, dynamic play out in this episode. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is pretty sad. Actually. This was very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Jocelyn, like I said, she's like 25 years old and she's in this, you know, this partnership with this very powerful man in Atlanta. She obviously cares about him very deeply. And she's, I think a part of her is afraid that even if she like cuts several ties with him emotionally, like emotionally and like uh, in a relationship wise, then she's never going to have her big break. She's never going to have her dream of being the Puerto Rican princess. So she's kind of like in a catch 22, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's not like, I, I have to stay with him. I love him. He's also horrible, but I can't really leave because if I manage to separate those things, I still have to worry about my career. And that leads her to having to go to the abortion clinic um, because he drops her off there. He does not stay there with her. He drops her off there and goes about his day. And then to repay uh, him, she ends up, you know, making him breakfast later on. Yep. He made breakfast for her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he did for her. He made her breakfast and he dropped her off at the clinic so she could get rid of the baby. Mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a point of contention of uh, the decision to uh, have the abortion or was that something that they both agreed on? Yeah, you actually hear her talk about it that like, I don't know that she ever wanted to current like in Mm -hmm. that moment have a child with him. I think because Jocelyn, this is why I think we like Jocelyn a little better than Mimi because she's a realist. She's like, I know how Stevie is. I know this is who he is. I know, you know, he's like going to do me dirty or like do you know and I'm okay I'm putting up with this for now because I want to get ahead like she very much says this and believes it yeah. so I think that's why in the moment she also I don't think wanted to be tied down to this man mm-hmm. but fun fact in a few episodes they do now have a baby together and they have a child together now okay. so it does it's happen later yeah yes okay yeah and she gets her own birthing special actually she does. Oh. She does. I cannot. Yes. I cannot. I'm done, Stevie. I'm done. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. Yes. If you haven't seen it, please, please, I can send you the clips. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of warnings with that one. <laughs> it's it's a sad affair, Rob. Um, honestly, yes. um, like like Sasha said, this is why you root for Jocelyn because she's she is self aware. Like she seems like she has a little conflated, you know attitude about herself. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's confidence. But when it comes to Stevie, she's one of the few people who can see through him. She just can't get out of it. You know, yes. like, like, whereas Mimi has convinced herself that the things he's telling her is true. Jocelyn's like, you lying, but still come over, you know, mm-hmm. like, so yeah. yeah, still come over. I made his yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Now is Mimi in the, uh, hip hop game or is she just like uh, basically attached to it by way of that? She has children with Stevie. Yeah, she's the love in the love and hip hop mm-hmm. for sure. Where she also, I think, last, I can't honestly have seen the whole season, but at some point, yeah, signs a contract with him to get like, you know, percentages of his sales. So they're very much in a business situation where she's like, I get half of everything. Like you're signing this. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, episode two, I believe. She okay. goes to, because yeah. Jocelyn keeps appearing and people keep mm-hmm. telling Mimi, like, like uh, Sasha was saying, People keep approaching Mimi in the club and saying, "Hey, Jocelyn is scrap like is his girlfriend," and she's like, "No, no, that's that's her ma- that's her manager," and they're like, "No, that's her man," and she's like, "Ajer," and they're like, "Man, Ajer, mm-hmm. Ajer," <laughs> and so to to fix that, she says, "I can't be with him all the time, but." I can get in his business when it comes to the business side. And so she has him write up a con. Well, she has her lawyer write up a contract and she presents him with, she wants 20% of whatever he does. And that's higher than managers get because managers typically get 10%. And Stevie is not pleased 
but he seems to deal with it in the real time. He just is very visibly un- unhappy with this uh, arrangement. Mm-hmm. That's another point of contention also for Jocelyn because Mimi was like, oh, you think you're something? I get 20% of everything you make. So that really sets Jocelyn off also on Stevie. And again, like I said, she like beats him um, at, <laughs> like at therapy. And, yeah. you, and it's a very fairness, funny moment. He deserves yeah. it. 100%. Yeah. And and Mimi's just sitting while this whole fight is like happening right beside her because it's on a therapist couch with the security. So mm-hmm. again, worth watching the therapy episodes. Yeah. Right. And make no mistake, Sasha and I, we don't condone domestic no. violence, but in a situation like this, it happened on television and we might have laughed. <laughs> yes, thank yeah. you, Chappelle. Yes. Don't come for us. Yes. Please. Yes. Yeah, thank please. you for clearing that up. Yeah, look, it was an uncomfortable reaction to something that happened that was uncomfortable. Yeah, but, you know, um, please don't hit, please don't hit your spouses. Yeah, um, absolutely not. So, uh, do we want to just stick with Stevie? Like, uh, do we want? I, I know there's some uh, a couple other things, uh, other people that are showing up, but they're not really part of the uh, A or B story here. Yeah. I think we can skip Erica and her mom. They seem mm-hmm. like her mom seems like a lovely lady, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's mostly Erica like having to like juggle the idea that like, oh, you know, like me and Scrappy, now that we don't live together, our relationship will be even better because that's what people mm-hmm. who are gonna get married do. They separate themselves. So that's Erica's kind of storyline. Uh you get Rashida and Kirk. We didn't talk about Rashida that much when in the beginning, but Rashida is a recording artist in her own right. She has basically decided to go independent and let her husband Kirk um like be her manager yeah, and kind of help her, you know, with the music thing. And it is a point of contention as well, because she like her business and pleasure, all that stuff is tied together. And, you know, they have a child together. Kurt has, uh, Kurt has four other kids through yeah, other relationships. Four, I believe four. Yeah. yeah. Cause now he has the fifth one with another waitress. Yes. Four. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of drama there, but yeah, the biggest drama definitely comes from Stevie and the Mimi and Jocelyn stuff. Okay. Yeah, and there's K Michelle, um, who again we saw at the start. She's a great one liner, one line generator. Like the again, another iconic moment. She's shaking her and a woman named Carly Red, who d- wasn't in this episode, but is kind of the pot stirrer and who actually brought like Jocelyn situation to Mimi first. Um, so Car- Carly wasn't here, but she's also and she's dating Benzino currently in this um, iteration of season one. So. That's another like person that didn't show up, but is part of like the supporting cast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we see Stevie now uh, talking with Mimi. Mimi says that uh, Stevie's blowing up her phone. We just saw Stevie uh, walk away from uh, J- Jocelyn's apartment, uh, or he's going to walk up to Mimi's house now. Um, <laughs> but he, we just saw the, the whole uh, thing that just happened, where uh, Jocelyn is uh, just recovering from having uh, the abortion and so he's back with uh mimi and you know he's just ready to move on from from you know any unpleasantness yeah he's like why do you have to keep bringing stuff up like why i look okay sure i cheated on you also maybe got a woman pregnant but but have you thought of the good stuff that i've been doing i'm a musician you love me we have a child what about I took her to the clinic. Like, yeah. there's no baby. Why are you so upset? We're good Isn't now. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Right. No, you're not like, supposed to get someone pregnant. That's what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Yeah. And so she's just, 
Mimi says, this is one of the moments, right? Where Mimi's like, I'm fed up. I'm never dealing with this ever again. Da, 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 da. Narrator says she definitely deals with this again, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those moments. It, this probably happens probably 18 times throughout this, this mm-hmm. season alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha, I was really amazed that uh, Stevie just, uh, you know, in this uh, big confrontation, he's just like very like uh, cold about the whole thing. It's like, well, what do you want? What are we doing moving forward? Yeah, that's like very much why all these people get so frustrated by him. And that's why he's getting like, unfortunately, hit a lot Mm -hmm. Um, because, yeah, he has this kind of like narcissistic, like, you know, God complex. And this is who he believes he is. And, you know, if you don't agree with me, you're not on the same boat. You can leave. I'm still getting my money. I'm still winning. So goodbye. That's why he doesn't care. He's very disassociated. This is one of those things like. He's not, he's not going to dwell on the past. Look, we've been hard on Stevie J because he deserves it, but he's not going to dwell on the past. He's like, look, ma'am, I'm standing in front of you. I'm just a guy standing in front of a girl who just <laughs> cheated on her and got someone else pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you want? What, what can I do to make you stop yelling and cursing at me? Because Mimi curses like a sailor. She goes in on him. And it's very fun to watch. I was howling while we were watching the show. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was so funny. It's just like worth it because she definitely goes in on people. Like that, that's her like kind of role that she plays. So uh Stevie is gonna get picked up by Benzino, who uh <laughs> seems to be the voice of reason. I'm just confused as to like like Stevie Ubers to Mimi's house. Did they have like, an Uber in 2012? I don't, I mean, took a cab. Production took him yeah. there, I'm sure. I mean, but like, where's your car? And then also, why Why can't you have just driven there? Like, you're filthy rich. You don't have a driver? or And then he's, if you're, he's, you do have a driver, why is it Benzino? He's probably drunk. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, that's true. He's probably Big drunk. drunk. Mm-hmm. No, that's actually probably fine. He called his, yes. his designated driver to come pick him up, Benzino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Benzino, Monogamy. like a showed right up. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, Benzin, like I said, Benzino becomes kind of a villain as well. But oh, in this episode, yeah. he is like the, the voice of reason. He's telling uh, Stevie J, look, can you understand why she's upset with you? Like, you do realize <laughs> you screwed this up. And Stevie's like, what? Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah. No. What did I do? He's like, you, you cheated on her. And you, you got your else. artist pregnant. Do you He's understand like, yeah. what is you that did? Bad? Yeah. And yeah, Stevie says, I love her to death. Like, Ain't that enough? Like, what do y'all want yeah. from me? And I kind of relate to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely why, not. Why isn't love enough? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Love don't pay the bills and love don't cash the check. Yeah. That's why. All right. So exactly. Benzino tells Stevie he needs to keep it in his pants. <laughs> and uh, Stevie does not listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stevie, you could tell it was like error 404, code not found. <laughs> like okay. that was Stevie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy talk. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. a monogamy <laughs> issue. It's just that she no, curses I, too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we cut back to Lil Scrappy and uh, <laughs> his best friend Shay is over. Mm-hmm. We get to meet Bucky just for the first time. Hanging out. Yes. Hanging out at the pool in heels. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have to know what you feel about this, Chappelle. They just seem like very courageous women that would go to the pool in heels, you know? Like, <laughs> They're like exhibitionists, maybe. I don't know. It just feels like something that you would be like, you could fall, right? You couldn't you slip and fall in the water? I just, mm-hmm. it's something about a woman in heels at the pool that just got to make you look twice and say, huh, look at her. Look at what she's doing there. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I don't think she was ever planning on going in the water. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> she puts on, she has him rub sunscreen on her butt, well, her back and her legs, so that they can then go inside. <laughs> so, yeah, never once uh, got in the water and didn't see much sun either. Yeah, it was cloudy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. This seemed like that this was maybe a come on to me because that, um, you know, I like, I understand put some sunscreen on my back, but um, like put some sunscreen on my legs. Like you could reach your legs. Like you don't need help putting sunscreen on your legs. She's listen, she's auditioning to be the queen of the South, Mm -hmm. right? So like when you are the queen of the South, you don't put on your own sunscreen. So this way you got a prince to do it for you. Mm -hmm. So she's auditioning. You know know what I do is I have like one of those like aerosol things. So I get get, get like everything and I don't I don't miss uh, a spot. Okay. Yeah. You should uh, just have Nicole just rub it on your back. I don't even need need it. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm self-sufficient. Look at you. Mm-hmm. You're missing out. You're missing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next time, put your heels on, go to the pool, have Nicole lotion you up, mm-hmm. see what happens. Yes. Yeah. And then go back to the house. Yeah, then go back inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> um, and that's going to be it for Shay here. Well, Shay's thing is that In she hears Scrappy. She does listen to Scrappy and his complaints about because he does tell her about like the Stevie J thing because they're friends, right? So he's telling his friend like, "Hey, this guy disrespected my baby mama. What should I do?" And Shay's like, "You got to handle your business. Do what you're gonna do." So this is him just getting more. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he's getting more like feedback that I should definitely say something and uh, it, out of respect, out of the person that I, who a person who intends to spend their life with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile. At the dance studio, uh, Stevie is going to check in with Jocelyn, who's back up on her feet and practicing her routine. Oh, my God. I've never heard that song, but that is kind of the stock almost music that they play for Jocelyn every time. Mm -hmm. So I really need to go. I just realized I should go and check out her song. Give her a play, you know? Do you you have a favorite Jocelyn Hernandez song, Sasha? I did. Like I said, I no. This okay. one, this one. Look, what is it? Yo, whatever. I don't speak Spanish. Why am I? No, I, I, I prefer stingy with my cootie cat. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. What's that again, Chappelle? Stingy, stingy with my cootie cat. Stingy with my cootie with my coo- cat. With my cootie cat, a Jocelyn yeah. Hernandez original. My favorite is Mariah Lynn's. Um, I was a hoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, once upon a time, well, not long no. ago, I was a hoe. And I'm admitting, I'm admitting it. I won't take it back. Because <laughs> I did that shit. Hey! <laughs> Mariah Lynn is on Love and Hip Hop New York. Again, mm-hmm. I think New York has like better musicians, Cardi B, but yes. Atlanta has the better cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, have you heard any of these songs? Uh, that uh, I'm not familiar with. Uh, I've been uh, stingy with my uh, cootie cat. What about once upon a time not long ago I was a hoe? That I have not, I mean I have not heard it yet. Oh my gosh. I will <laughs> Chappelle's admitting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Take it back. Yeah. Because I did that shit. I'll save it for patron karaoke. <laughs> oh please yes, please. Mm-hmm. We needed a duet. <laughs> and I know the we lyrics. Got it. <laughs> there you go, everyone. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um so 
the more we're talking about it, the Stevie and Jocelyn relationship is is interesting because it's not just a you know dating relationship, but she's also uh, his protege. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, the way she sees it is she's next up, and then all these other women, all this other drama is really just slowing me down from being the Puerto Rican princess that I deserve to be. And if I got to deal with this man and his crap, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just going to deal with it. I, I'm going to, and, and I will get something out of it as well. I'm going to get, you know, the studio time and I'm going to, you know, be able to move up in my career. And you know what? She doesn't think he's bad looking. So if she wants to sleep with him, she will. Jocelyn is very clear on she's here for business and if pleasure is involved, she'll take it too, but she mm-hmm. is not to be trifled with, you know? So if she had to go to the clinic one day, she's bouncing back. She's back to her choreography. She is back about her business. Yeah. He said to her, uh, you're ready to compete on a high level right now. <laughs> what is this like he thinks he's talking to Lolo Jones like mm-hmm. is she going to like war is, well he literally says war but like is she going to the Olympics like what is this mm-hmm. he's just gaslighting her that's all mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah so she wants also, to win <laughs> yes also fun fact another weird editing thing but they at the reunion Mona Scott is like why are you so obsessed with wiping sweat off of her nose like that's weird and they actually make a whole compilation of Stevie wiping sweat off of Jocelyn's nose. She might have a sweaty it's... nose. She tells him, though, I can wipe my own sweat. Stop yes. it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she says it. Yeah. And I mean, so, you know, she was she was working out. She was dancing. People mm-hmm. sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're inside the studio. Uh, and then eventually uh, we're going to see uh a visitor right yeah scrappy yeah. and erica pull up mm-hmm. um this is the confrontation so if you're watching cheaters this is the moment joey greco has been leading up to this is like the build up we you'd like to know where stevie is right now uh, our camera crews have identified he's at the studio with jocelyn right exactly First, the new cheaters host peter guns was actually Wait, also the new host of Cheaters is named Peter. Yeah, Peter Guns, Peter Guns who was on Love and Hip Hop New York. Yeah, and very fact, much a, a cheater. Very much right. the biggest. He was the Stevie J in New York, hundred percent with Tahiri yeah. and I'd, Amina. Yeah, yeah, and um, he is part of the reason why Cardi B has such a meteoric rise, rise of fame. Yes. Not that he did anything for her, but some of the arguments that those two individuals had mm-hmm. were iconic. Cardi B looks at him at a reunion special and says, these are smart, beautiful women and you are playing them like they dumb. You don't pay their bills. These women need to get what you get what they can from you and move on. And he's like, I don't even know you. And she's like, you know who the hell I am. Like Cardi B <laughs> plays him on TV. Wow. It's so good. Yeah, and Peter Guns goes on to host Cheaters, which yes. they just called it Peter's because it's all about the things that he's good yeah. at. You know? uh, yeah, like he's literally the worst. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. smokes a cigar and he looks like he's a Jets fan. Yes, Peter yeah. Guns. Yeah, Peter Guns. Okay. Peter Guns and Joe Budden. We love him. <laughs> yes, Joe Budden. We don't have to get into Joe. No, Budden. please. Let's move on. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the president. No, oh. that's no, that's Joe Biden, oh. Rob. Joe Biden, look, Joe Biden could be the president. Joe Biden could never make Puppet Up. Like, yes. No yes. <laughs> Correct. Very much. <laughs> okay. Pump, oh pump, pump it up. Please. 
<laughs> Everyone, right. watch everything. Well, we got to talk about this confrontation. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, can, can Chappelle, can you uh, talk us through this? Give us the play-by-play. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, actually. Scrappy and Erica roll up on Stevie J in the, in the studio because Scrappy wants to put him in line for calling her the B-word. So, they're hanging out outside. Scrappy and Jocelyn come outside and Scrappy, being that he's an OG in the game, he already knows what's up. He sees this girl that he's, dis- like, he's uh, disrespected. Yeah. Uh, he remembers that he did it, you know, and I'm sure him and Jocelyn have recapped that fight over and over again as well. So, he comes out, he sees her, and immediately he sees Scrappy. So, he makes a beeline directly toward Erica and he says, you know what? I am so sorry. I was really, really drunk and if I called you the B word, I did not mean to. Erica, meanwhile, wants all the smoke. Yeah. She's standing out on the edge of the car going, I'm the bitch. It's me. What's up? And so mm-hmm. he is like, well, I can't ignore it. I got to confront it. And he does. Yeah. And, you know, Stevie, I think that uh, very much knows, okay, all right, this guy is uh, is coming at me hot. Like, uh, let me just hat in hand, mea culpa, my bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, sorry about that. Again, uh, misunderstanding, but there is a uh, a a rogue element here that, that nobody took into account. And that's Puerto Rican princess. Yes. 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 The Puerto Rican princess. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, she believes that Erica has slept with her man, Stevie J. Obviously. Uh that uh she has because otherwise why would she be coming to the studio to call out Stevie J with Scrappy. There's no other <laughs> logical explanation. She must have also slept with Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way Jocelyn approaches it, though. She's like, they're arguing, and she kind of cuts in, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Did you sleep with him? Mm-hmm. Okay, just I just need to know because you acting like you slept with him. So did you? Because and they're like, ma'am, what the hell are you talking about? Who are you? <laughs> Who irrelevant? Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> irrelevant. Why? Why are you here? Why? You know. So Jocelyn, she does kind of incite the violence here a little bit. I I will say this. I think Scrappy came with a plan on what he wanted to do anyway. I don't think there was ever a point where like Stevie was going to be able to apologize and walk away. Like he tried it and Scrappy's like, hold on, hold on. Do you know who I am? Did you know this was my baby mama? Blah, blah, blah. Like, so, so Scrappy's trying to take it there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jocelyn who also is very much like, let's go there then. Um, it's probably important to point out that Stevie J probably has at least t- like at least 12 years of age on little Scrappy. So little Scrappy <laughs> at this time is like 28 and like ready to go. And Stevie J is like, I'm about 40. So if you could just not like, <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Don't put the pause on me, man. Not here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But also another behind the scenes moment. Um, this actually, because this fight was such a big deal, uh, turns out Sca- Scrappy was actually in a confessional, like telling, you know, like telling the producers like, hey, here's what happened, you know, doing his confessional about it. And then they kept giving him alcohol. And kept giving him some more alcohol and then some more alcohol and then said, hey, we actually know where Stevie J's is tonight. Do you do you maybe want to go there? Maybe, you know, maybe we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Do you want to go? 
So yeah. that's actually Scrappy was very inebriated. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense because that it really feels like that um, nobody on the production seems like that they were caught off guard by this because uh, Chappelle, uh, are there like forty-two uh, different people in like a black shirt and black pants there to break up the fight? Yeah, and see, that's the thing. On like a show like um, I don't know, like Jerry Springer, yeah. right? You got <laughs> Steve Wilkos is like the guy and Steve can stop you from fighting and that's it. But it's Jerry Springer. So we don't really think these fights are going to get too far. We mm. don't need a whole bunch of armed guards. This fight has people out the wazoo. It's like a, like a lumberjack match. People are just standing around waiting to jump in and break this up because they know it's about to go down. And even though Stevie is trying to be the cooler head that prevails and like to say, you know, like, Hey, I apologize. Let's move on. Scrappy's drunk and they got him drunk and then they drove over there with the whole crew, camera crew, bodyguards, all kinds of stuff. They are want they want this to happen so that they can break it up. Yeah. It'd be great TV. Sasha, yep. are there a lot of fights on Love and Hip Hop? Oh, 100%. Yeah. There is a fight like every moment almost, right? Like fight could be like Mimi cursing Stevie out or Jocelyn cursing Stevie out to like an actual like drink thrown to then an mm-hmm. actual brawl so any one of those three will happen all the time and like i said to me it was normal because love and hip-hop was like my major show so i was like oh yeah this happens all the time and then i watch other reality shows and i was like oh this this does not happen all the time got mm-hmm. it got it yeah interesting uh because i feel like that on the levels of human emotions i feel like that the scale is really ultimately like uh uh on the one hand you have uh, fighting, and then on the other end of the spectrum is probably uh, intercourse. I think that that's really the <laughs> spectrum of human relation, and I think that the, these are, those are the two things that ultimately happen on this show. And I think that one ultimately leads to the other. Often, yes, a hundred percent correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I don't I I can't spot the lie there. I mean that's what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. That we have some very happy moments that are normally tied to intercourse. Um, like where then, are you right now with this person on a scale of fist fighting to intercourse? Like that's really it's the, always the, the like scale of human emotion. Scale. Yeah, right. Oh, it's, it's, both. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's both. There's like a part in the middle where you can like it's like a Venn diagram, yeah. and they're just always hanging out in the like the like little tumultuous area where they can have sex or they can fight. That's Jocelyn and Stevie J. Like, we're either having sex or we're fighting. Or both. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like a scale of zero to 100. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Also, (laughs) these are like, not like, Usually we're used to like reality TV cast, but like these people like actually fight. This is not, you know, like some like silly people that showed up. Like these are actual like people that will fight, that will like get into it. Like they're Atlanta rappers. Like this isn't something small. So I want to also make that clear. Like these people will do it. Scrappy actually talks a lot about how he's on probation and hopes that his probation officer doesn't watch this season back. Mm -hmm. And I believe he does violate his probation and go to jail at some yes. point during the filming of the show anyway. So he there's another it. scrappy that goes to jail also that shows up later. But his mom hmm. is like a legit like. I don't know what the right word is. I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Piss off anyone. But yeah, there's yeah. another scrappy that shows up and there's like a there are crime family. I will say. Wait, so there's another scrappy that has another mom. Yes. Um, and Mama D and this Karen King are friends. Yes. 
the that okay the other scrappy's mom's name is uh karen, karen. yes and, and she happens to have a criminal scrap record de Leon. yes yeah scrap okay. de Leon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you can't you keep it up rob <laughs> scrap de Leon. yes yes yeah like, like uh like the explorer mm-hmm. yes yes okay famously mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he um he does pop up, and uh, I think they end up on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it a Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, Sasha? No, they're in Atlanta. Oh, okay, I thought he was with. Uh, oh gosh, Moniece. Moniece, yeah. Who is she from comes? Hollywood? Yeah, she's from Hollywood, and then comes over to Atlanta okay. for mm-hmm. actually when he's out on a conjugal visit from his halfway house. Oh, oh okay. Yes, <laughs> we love a love story. This is sick <laughs> that I know this off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. here I am. Yeah. No, no, no. We need more. Yeah. This, this, this makes up for my two points on Twitch, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you are an encyclopedia of uh, love and hip hop. <laughs> this week in love and hip hop history. Yes. Please. Get Jordan on it. Oh, yes. my God. I'll win one thing at least. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, then. Uh, we have then there's a bunch of uh, women are together to sort of like have the retelling of the story. Uh, yes, yeah. the meeting of the minds. Yeah. So you got Carly Red. I guess she calls the meeting because Carly Red is the messy one. At least she gets painted like that, and then she kind of just starts owning it. The first episode, she's the one who reveals. I think Sasha said this earlier, but she's the one who reveals to Mimi that Jocelyn and Stevie J are dating. But she doesn't do it in a malicious way. She legit meets Stevie J and Jocelyn and thinks, look at this power couple. This Jocelyn girl is so amazing. She's holding it down for this guy. She's ride or die. Like, I have to tell my friend Mimi about her. And so she goes and she's like, Mimi, this girl Jocelyn is amazing. Like, you would love her if you met her. And Mimi's like, oh, I'm familiar with her. She's like, yeah, her and her boyfriend, Stevie J. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, what? Her man, manager, man, manager, man, Mm -hmm. her man, Stevie J. So then they come to, that comes to a head. Um, Stevie J, of course, denies everything. Jocelyn denies everything. And then it comes out that, of course, Carly Red is telling the truth. But from that moment on, she is uh, like almost marked as a pot stirrer. And this is another moment of her stirring the pot because she's like, look, y'all, this thing happened and we need to talk about it. So you got Kay Michelle, Mimi, and Carly Red all sitting around the table talking about the altercation. And that's when baby mama Erica walks in and gives her accounts of the story. Okay. Yeah. And on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy, who was on, um, you know, we know Candy from Big Brother to our celebrity Big Brother. I mean, Candy is known as yes, thank you. (laughs) Candy is known as KMZ. And that's like very much Carly Red here. Like she is KMZ. Like she is the person that like will start the drama and she'll be like, I got and she always has receipts, which is why we love her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Receipts. So, yeah, we had like a reset of uh, the whole story about uh, who's mad at who. And Erica uh, is uh, telling the story about how uh, Jocelyn uh, thought that uh, Erica was sleeping with Stevie J. And Mimi is mad that, oh, Jocelyn is ready to fight for Stevie. She's acting like that she's his girlfriend and ready to fight you. Because uh, she's mad that she thought you were sleeping with Stevie. Yeah. Mimi, honestly, at this point, Mimi is just tired of hearing Jocelyn's name. Mm -hmm. Everywhere she goes, someone comes up to her and says, hey, have you heard about Jocelyn and Stevie? Did you hear about this thing Jocelyn did? Did you hear about this thing Jocelyn and Stevie did? And these are her friends. Like, she knows Erica. And Erica is like, hey, this crazy girl, Jocelyn. And and Mimi's like, again? 
<laughs> again? Like, why is she still coming up? She's tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, Jocelyn is a hoe that don't know nothing about nothing. Oh, no, that's what Erica says. And yeah. that's <laughs> is Jocelyn basically starting a fight. Mm-hmm. And now she wants to pull up on Jocelyn and explain to her why what she did was wrong. It yeah, and they, they end up meeting and it was very boring. I will say it doesn't amount to what you would think it would, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem is Jocelyn is about that action. And a lot of these women are not. Erica's yes. not about that action. She's the boring baby mama. Mimi is not about that action. She likes to talk a big game. But Jocelyn is 25 years old and she's ready to fight these old women from her point of view. That's what she tells them. She says, Carly Red, you old. And mm-hmm. she's ready to fight them. Yeah. I think probably if you had to rank them on levels of who would fight somebody else on this cast, you probably got Jocelyn at number one, K. Michelle and, yes. uh, and, and, and Rashida are probably tied for number two and three or whatever. And then at the bottom somewhere you have Mimi and Erica. But- They're not really... Yeah, they're That's what Stevie sees in Jocelyn. He says she wants to win. She's got the eye of the tiger. She's ready to fight. She's ready to go. Ride yeah. or die, baby. We yeah. love it. She's here. She's yeah. all about that heat. She is. Mm-hmm. And the next day, to celebrate their battle, she cooks some breakfast. She makes oh, him yeah. breakfast this time. Um, yeah. And, but she wants to know, did you sleep with that woman, Erica? And he says, no. He categorically denies it. He does not. But she says that, you know, Stevie, uh, Sasha, did you want to give this quote? Yeah, he says, I trust you, but I don't trust that. Mm. Hmm. You know, she, he, does he categorically deny it? Or does he say like, what? Sleep with her? Me? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, what? Why mm-hmm. do you think that? She's like, no, did you do it? He's like, but why are you asking me this? What? Yeah. What? Who? Who sent you? Why are you? Why mm-hmm. do you feel this way? And she's like, No. But if you could just answer the question, please. And he's like, I mean, I didn't answer the question. Did, did he you say I don't? I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't think so. yeah. And she says, in fairness, you know, Stevie smashes so many girls. He probably he might have forgot about a couple. He might have. She thinks Erica's forgettable. Maybe she, you know, maybe mm-hmm. she didn't make that impact. Impact. This is the kind of foolishness we go on to watch for nine seasons. Mm-hmm. Rob, mm-hmm. we love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is a, a interesting excuse. Of did you sleep with her? No. Uh, and then later on, he's like, I forgot. I actually he, did. He did not say he slept with her. He said. I don't recall. Don't, I, yeah. That's not an admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, if it happened, I would be just as shocked as you were. But also, you wouldn't be that shocked and neither would I. Mm-hmm. In fact, he did not, but... Yeah. <laughs> but I, he doesn't remember. He might have. Yeah, he might have. Maybe she didn't, but he might have. I don't mm-hmm. know. Very weird. Why choose this moment to not just say no? Like, you've been lying this whole season. Why is this the moment where you're like, maybe? Like, why are you being coy? Like what was that? What's he may not remember. I mean, and he knows can... he he knows he can't get trouble about this with this one because this one might have happened before Jocelyn. Uh, so he's like, eh, you know, like I, I'm gonna lie about Mimi and whoever else is in the mo- in the mix. Um, someone that Benzino ends up dating later, anyway. But not right now. I can't get in trouble for this. So you know what? I don't care. Mm, Here yeah. I go. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. There you go. That's love yep. and hip hop. Atlanta, yes, it is. season one, episode four. 
Yeah. I feel like I learned so much today. <laughs> what, what did you learn? I yeah. feel like I learned uh, one a, a, a ton about the show, but I feel like I also learned a lot about the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you're a psychologist now? No, I, I don't feel like uh, I'm a, a psychologist, but I definitely feel like like okay, well, there's like some interesting social dynamics going on here on this show. Oh, sociologist, yeah. maybe, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, that's why reality TV is so great. I'm loving hip hop. That's how I learn about the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how do you think I ended up here, Rob, talking to you? I mean, obviously, I've done nothing but watch reality yeah. TV, um, and it worked. I am a person. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this, is, this was a sociological experiment for sure. But also, you get to watch the lives of, you know, some iconic uh, black people. You know, there's not a lot of reality shows that are like that you get nine seasons of that are like starring black people in the majority. Um, you do have one iteration of the Housewives, which is Atlanta, right? Which is a majority and black Potomac, women. And Potomac, I think, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And Potomac, I think, has some black women. I don't know how many. But, you know, this is like a black reality show. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a lot of those that last very long. There's a lot of them that get like one-offs. You get to follow Chili around from TLC while she tries to find a man, you know, like things of that nature. But this is a long running franchise and I'm very proud of it for maintaining its uh, income and being able to stay in, you know, in this longevity. Um, it does bother me sometimes that, you know, the only time we can manage to keep something on the air like this is when we're fighting all the time and making each other look bad. But for these people, they've opened their lives to us and given us a window into their world. And we will enjoy watching them as long as we uh, can. Yes. And is the show just as popular now, Sasha, as it was uh, in, in the beginning? Or has it waned in popularity? I think it ebbs and flows. Like it really is dependent on the cast. Where New York, I feel like for me personally, has like fell off. Like I don't know that I seek love and hip hop New York out versus like actually Hollywood has gotten a lot of big names. They have Ray J um, mm-hmm. and then Safari who was Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend. Oh. Uh, so they had a bunch of like big names come in out in Hollywood and my Miami as well has um, Trina and trick which trick daddy, which are like pretty famous rappers. So they yeah. like actually end up getting really um, big names. So it's more fun watching them, I will say. But Atlanta, again, the cast has always been pretty great. Even now with like the new supporting art, like artists, I don't know, the new supporting cast, like it's still pretty silly. Like Rashida calls them popcorn hoes because they pop up everywhere. So um, they've always been amazing. Like, and, you know, I just live for the one liners. I think that's why it's worth watching for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd agree. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I think, has the strongest cast based off of just their personalities alone. I think a lot of these are driven by star power. You know, like uh, like uh, Sasha was saying, Love and Hip Hop New York probably has the best artists that were like up and coming that actually made it to be something. And then you have Love and Hip Hop Hollywood that has a bunch of established artists that we already know. Ray J, Lil Fizz, Amarion, Soulja Boy. From the RTV yeah. Rewind. Fetty you know, Wap like, was on um, Hollywood as well. I forgot about King him. Fetty Wap. King yes. Fetty Wap. <laughs> Trap King himself. Uh, K. Michelle ends up going over there. Uh, Keisha Cole. Like, these are oh, like, yeah. like, these are big artists. And so I think Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the thing about it is that they became famous almost just off of their fame, like their fame from the show alone. You know, a lot of them already had careers, but they are now in the public eye because of the show. And I think that's very commendable for them. And I'm happy for them. All right. Uh, well, this was incredible. Sasha, anything else on love and hip hop? No, that's it. I hope that it comes back so we can talk about it more. <laughs> okay. Um, Sasha, what's coming up for you? 
Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore o four to find out more or on YouTube at Silent Podcast where we do a few other reality TV shows. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Sasha, always great to get the podcast with you. And then, uh, Chappelle, what's yes. going on for you this week? Uh, do I have something else this week? No. So I think uh, this is the end of me for the week, but I think there'll be a lot more of me mm-hmm. next week. Um, so I've heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, we have... Yeah, well, you um, and I are going to talk about uh, the 20th best season of Survivor, uh, Survivor of the Australian Outback. Yes, yes, we are, and I'm very excited for that. I was going to let you reveal it. I didn't want to spoil the yes, surprise. No, but I feel like this might we might drop this afterwards. So yes, no. <laughs> it's all good there. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be talking Survivor for the first time in a while since mm-hmm. I think it's not since I talked to Sasha last. But I think <laughs> no, we know, talked about heroes versus healers versus hustlers. We had, we we got uh, you. I think three times uh, early early on. Uh, we talked about the I think what was the edge of extinction, Thailand, and uh, heroes versus healers versus hustlers. Uh, and then it's been a minute since we had you on the countdown. Yeah, you know, I thought I'd knock out all the good seasons for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. get them out the way mm-hmm. and then let everybody else take the better seasons. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the worst season, you know, whatever. But no, so I'm happy to come back and talk about that with you uh, every week, talking about uh, The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead currently with Jessica Lease and whatever combination of uh, Josh Wiggler and or AJ Mass that we get for the yeah. week. It'll be very fun to find out. I find out when you find out. Uh, this week on... I want to say next week, next week, whenever I'm going to be on post show recaps, recapping uh, one of the episodes of the final season of Pose with Grace Leader and Brooklyn Zed. And so that is going to be very fun for me as well. Can we talk about what's coming up uh, next week? Uh, is that uh, is that f- official yet? Uh, for the rewind? Yeah. 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 So I think next week for the rewind, I think we have um, we have Mari and Taryn come in. Yes. Uh, and they will be taking me through solitary yeah because yeah. uh next week i'm gonna be in the process of uh beginning uh my move so i'm gonna be off of uh the podcast for uh a couple of weeks uh, i think maybe uh maybe two, maybe two weeks as uh my family and i we are moving across the country as uh many of the listeners know and so uh while I, we are in the process of uh packing and uh getting out of uh this house uh we are going to be having a lot of the uh different hosts uh filling in for me. So Taryn is going to be uh filling in uh for me here on uh, a couple of the Survivor podcasts and the RHAP Rewind uh with Chappelle and Mari uh next week and it is going to be as uh Sam in the chat is telling us it's episode 52 no, season two, episode okay. one. Oh, right. uh, Sorry, I, I don't have glasses on. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I have mine on. Uh, yeah, so season two, episode one. Um, I am going to be, uh, yeah, going through a reality TV show without Rob for the first time. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a sad day, but Taryn and Mario are great, and it's gonna be a good time, regardless. Okay, so be on the lookout for that. Be sure to check out our uh, countdown on the top forty of uh, Survivor Africa, the twenty uh, first best season of all time i uh, also have a talking with t-bird uh dropping for you uh with clarence black uh who is uh always a wild card to talk to on the podcast so uh be on the lookout for that and uh everything else going on at rob has a thank you so much for listening everybody take care of a good one bye bye